0: Welcome to the latest edition of the Views from the Wings podcast. I'm Nishan Ryan in here with Aaron Palacios, and you know it's been a couple of weeks since we got back to you guys, but some major things happened. The um, schedule has been released, and just looking at the looking at it, it, the first few, the first six games are pretty pretty tough. But as you go down the list, the schedule, it's not really, the rest of the schedule is not that daunting,
1: right? It's,
0: it's manageable.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a horrible schedule, and actually the Eagles have, um, I believe, like the lowest strength of schedule for, for any team, which uh, looking at some of the teams they play, it's kind of, you know, you see, like, how, how does that happen? But it's mostly because of the NFC East. Because if you look at, like, strength of schedules for, um, you know, based on last year's record, the NFC East is pretty much all at the bottom. you got the Cowboys and Giants all, I think, like bottom five, bottom ten. Um, Washington's a little higher because they have a division winner schedule, obviously. But, um, yeah, the schedule as a whole, it's not terrible. But, um, you know, there is going to be some tough, tough games. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of tough games on that schedule. Um, I will say, like, down at the end of the schedule, um, I believe the last, um, yeah, the last six games of the year, um, they won't – they shouldn't have to get on a plane um, pretty much just – Everything is right in the same area. You got, you know, Giants, Jets, obviously both at the same stadium. Um, And then you got back-to-back home games against Washington and the Giants again. And then um, you're at Washington, and then you're home against Dallas to finish. So six games right there where you don't got to get on a plane. You know, you don't have a big, you know, flight across country. That, I think, will be huge if they're in the playoff hunt. Um, But, yeah, early on, you you got those games, uh, you know, Atlanta, San Fran, Dallas, KC. Fairly tough. You know, first few games there, um, and if they can go two and two, you know, to start off the season, I think that's probably a win. Um, but people, you know, might not like to hear it, but one and three, I think at those first four games is probably a lot more likely than you know three and one.
0: Yeah, I think I think when the schedule released, I tweeted out the Eagles, they cannot start, they cannot start one and five or like go around that because that's if that happens a bunch of question marks are just going to be it's going to be s- surrounded to the coaching staff and to Jalen Hurts if he's not playing well and you know how the fan base is like if he's not playing well then most are going to be calling for his job like you have yeah. to perform well like
1: mhm those those first few games are really crucial for him um going to have two of them um, no, I, I'm sorry. Just one of them is going to be prime time in that slot against the Cowboys Monday night. Um, but even even looking at those first, you know, four games past, you know, you're at Atlanta for week one, you're home San Fran, at Dallas, home KC. You know, th- that's a tough four, first four, but it doesn't get much easier, you know, down the line. At Carolina, you know, he might be sleeping on Carolina, but, you know, Rule in his, in his second year and, you know, they're hopefully, well, maybe not, you know, maybe have Chris, Christian McCaffrey there healthy and, you know that's going to be a tough team, and the Eagles have struggled against the Panthers in recent memory. And yeah, not going to be an easy game to win there. And then of course you got Tampa. You know it's at least at home, but Tom Brady and that offense is still, still I think going to be great. Mm-hmm. And, you know it, it doesn't. It gets a little easier, I guess. You know after that once you get mid season, but those first few weeks are really tough. I think you get a bit of a break. Um, you get you know towards the back half of the you know season, but. Still a tough schedule overall. I think Uh, tougher than tougher than it looks on paper, in my opinion. Just because um, a lot of that strength of schedule is skewed because of the NFC East, and you know Dallas is going to be better. The Giants will likely be a little better. I don't think they're going to be contending or anything, but Dallas is going to you know give us some issues.
0: Yeah, after the Buck the Bucks game, it's they played in at Las Vegas in Detroit then versus. Chargers at Broncos versus Saints versus at Giants at Jets. So that's after that Bucks week. It's very yeah. there are a lot of winnable games in there. It's just going to come down to how how this team is looking, and if they're gonna. I I I've said it this multiple times that this team is either going to be good or they're going to be terrible. I don't <laughs> see the in between. Like I I just I, I don't see it.
1: Well, I, I can understand that, too, because um, I, I think you're going to get to a point in the season where if they don't win a couple of those tough games early on, you might be looking at a bad season. And then I, I don't – I mean, under Doug Peterson, we're so used to this team having a chance in the year. No matter what happens, we're always, you know, at least in the hunt. And a lot of that is due because due to the poor division, but you, you can't rely on that. You can't rely on those late you know season pushes always. So if they can't get off to, like, a decent st- – Get to, get off to like a four and two, even you know, to start the season, which is is going to be really tough to do. If they can't get to four and two, even you know, four and three after the Bucks game, you know, you, you get to somewhere around there. It, it might you might have a chance, but it, it I don't know, man. It's it's tough to to envision a whole lot of wins for this team this year. I don't I don't know. The, the late buy kind of sucks too with it it being you know. Uh, Mid December. Uh, that's the latest buy they've had in a really long time, and maybe that'll help with the season being longer. I guess, but um, yeah, it's once you get past Tampa, you know, like you said, you got at Vegas, at Detroit. Those are very winnable games. They're, they're not, you know, you can't just not automatic wins by any means. And I think a lot of people, when they're doing their schedules, they look at those games like, you know, oh, it's just the it's just the Raiders, it's just the Lions, you know, oh, it's just the Broncos. Well, a lot of those teams. <laughs> a lot of those teams, those fan bases are, are doing the same thing the Eagles are. They're looking, you know, they're looking at the Eagles on their schedule and saying, yeah, that, that's a win, you know. So I think people miss, you know, under uh, – overestimate how good this team can be. And I think that your every win is going to be, you know, it's going to be a struggle. It's not going to be many blowouts, I don't think, this, this season. They're all going to be pretty close games because – a lot of teams they play, they're not they're not good teams, you know. Like even as I said, the Broncos or or the Jets, they're not great teams, you know, by any means. But the Eagles aren't either. So, whenever you get stuck in that situation where you you got to win these games down the stretch, you know, you can't just circle those as wins. So, if the, if they can't get off to a good start, you know, one and zero start against Atlanta is huge. You know, if they can get out to one and zero. And I know it's just you know one game, but game first game of the season in the NFL I think means a lot more than than most most sports, and you, you're able to go into Atlanta get at least a road win week one, and then your home versus San Fran that's a chance to go two and zero right there, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be you know not going to be easy. I don't know who's going to be starting there. It's probably going to be Jimmy G again. I doubt they throw Trey Lance out there just yet, but if yeah. they do, that that's a whole other dynamic to deal with in and of itself. So. Um, to me this schedule is, is super important to get to get off to a strong start and to not let yourself fall, you know, two and three or, or you know, even stuck at five hundred is, is not gonna be good.
0: Yeah, like you know, we there's I think there was mini camp this past week and you saw videos of players, that's you know, that's that's exciting, but that's against like basically against the air. Nobody's defending you or anything. So it's kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of skewed to think, oh, this team is going to be. Ri-. I, like, kudos to people who think this team is going to make the playoffs. I just, I'll be happy if they make the playoffs, but I just don't, you know, I need to see the product on the field. I can't just mm-hmm. say, oh, just because we have a new coaching staff and a new quarterback, that means we're automatically in the playoffs. Like, you still, got, you still got to play the games and stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. And historically, it means the opposite. New head coach, new quarterback, very rarely equals great success year one. And, you know, that doesn't really mean that it can't be a good relationship for long term. But, you know, it's I think there's a lot of blind optimism with this team. And, you know, people, I think, are even kind of leaning into it, like, you know, like, well, why would I want to be miserable about my team? Why do I want to why wouldn't I, you know, say they're going to be, you know, 12 and 12 and five or 13 and is it 13 and four. Yeah, it's so weird.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but point is, like, there's so many like of this, you know, narrative of like, well, why, why are you being a miserable fan? And to me, it's not even, it's not even that. It's just being realistic and not getting your hopes up and not looking stupid a year from now, or not even a year from now, but you know, seven, eight months from now when the Eagles, Eagles aren't good, then it's like, well, what, what were you, what were you, you know, what were you screaming about? It kind of loses your credibility if, if you or every single year are just like, yeah, the Eagles are going to be great. Well, I mean, if you look on paper, this team has got a lot of deficiencies still. It's got a lot of holes. There's some things to be excited about. There's potential in future to be, you know, excited about, in my opinion. But for as far as, like, this year, man, it's it's tough. I think it's I think they're going to be – and I, I don't usually – I don't like to give, you know, like, predictions this early because it's impossible. But, you know, I, I would be surprised if they're a playoff the team. I think – you know, it's possible with this division if it's a bad, but I'm with you. I, I think, I think this team is is going to be hard pressed to make the playoffs here.
0: Yeah, and I kind of lost my train of thought. I was going to say something, but as my as being a lifelong Eagles fan, like there's probably only been one coach that that while I've been alive that's actually had a good season. That was when in Chip Kelly's first year. Andy Reid's first year was terrible. <clears throat> Doug's mm-hmm. first year, yeah, they started off three zero, but it just went downhill from there, and they ended up finishing seven and nine. So I think if you want to be realistic, this team is probably maybe around like maybe six or seven wins, like somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. It just if they if they want to make the playoffs, they probably have to they probably have to probably beat a team that nobody thinks they are gonna beat. That's happened before, like yep. we been last year we beat the what we beat the forty Niners in in San Francisco and then <clears throat> the saints at home, so you know anything can happen
1: yeah it, it can, but you know it definitely can, but at the end of the day they i mean they gotta they gotta do some gotta do some work in the division it's gotta you gotta go four and two most likely in this division if you want to make the playoffs' because... You go four and two in the division, that's going to give you a lot more leeway against teams, you know, like Kansas City and and Tampa and, and even LA, you know, the Chargers are going to be a really good team this year, I think, if, if um, Herbert continues to keep make that next step forward, they're going to be a really tough team. Um, and then the Saints, you know, people are writing the Saints off, and they still got Sean Payton, they still got Kamara, they still got Michael Thomas, they still got all those weapons, and, you know, their quarterback situation may not be the greatest, but, I don't. I don't think that's going to stop them necessarily from being a tough team. So you got you got teams like that where it's going to be tough for you to win. And you go four and two in the division. You know, win the games you're supposed to win, and that's going to be the most important thing. You know, win the games you're supposed to, and you, you can't like tie with the Bengals like you did last year. You, you can't. You can't lose yeah. to to Washington Week One like you did last year. You gotta. You gotta beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. And, if they can get even one, you know, one win against a team they're not supposed to, like, you know, God forbid they, they beat Kansas City somehow or Tampa Bay.
0: I'm saying that they're yeah. not, <laughs> not going to beat Kansas City.
1: They're not. That that is a very very unlikely. I don't have they um have they beat Andy Reid?
0: No uh, any yeah, team. They're, beat? they're two and, I think oh
1: so. and two. Oh and two. Right? Yeah, because Doug if, Doug if lost. If Alex to,
0: Smith was still the quarterback, then I would say yeah, they could probably beat them, but with <laughs> with. Mahomes, the quarterback, and there's no way. There's no way they're going to
1: – I mean, the only thing they have going for him is it's in Philly, but I don't think that's going to make nearly enough of a difference. But
0: I, I, it's I, not going to matter to, to Andy Reid because he's, he's he's coached here for such a long time and he knows what to expect, so he's not going to
1: – Yeah, and it's Patrick Mahomes who can play on the freaking moon and he'll be fine, so – yeah. Um yeah, so just overall the schedule, it, it's tough, man. And I will say the last six weeks of the schedule, if they are 500 or around 500 the last six weeks of the schedule, and the division's not good, or you know there's there's not a good wild card team out there, they absolutely could make the playoffs. But that is going to mean you know you're you're getting wins where you're where you're not supposed to win because if if you only beat the teams that you're supposed to and you and you lose the teams you're supposed to lose to, you're you're not probably going to be 500 at that point, you know because I'm sure Dallas will be favored against them. I'm sure Carolina will probably be favored. Um, I don't know about San Fran. That'll probably be, you know, it's, even it'll money. Depend
0: on who's who's going to be the starting quarterback in that game.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. But um, you know, my point is anyway, just uh, they're not going to be the favorites in in many of these games. So if they if they can't win some of those games where they're not favored to win, it's it's going to be really really tough to get them into the playoffs this year, which isn't necessarily you know the biggest thing if you're like you know on that Jalen Hurts train or you you, you truly believe Sirianni and this offense can you know take itself to new heights in the future your one may not be that important which you know I'm still kind of in the middle there you know if 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 Jalen Hurts shows he's really freaking good and Sirianni looks creative it's great play calling you know the new rookies they distracted Smith has a, a thousand yards or close but, you know Gainwell's looking great whatever as long as they get some production that you can build for, you know, build towards playoffs. Year one, isn't a huge thing, to me, but if they're, you know, Jalen Hurts struggles, the rookies again, look like shit, you know, the schemes bland, then you're in trouble, man. <laughs> Cause I don't care how much cap room they have going in 2022, how many draft picks they have. If we can't see something year one, like some sort of spark or just, just something that can we can build forward on. We don't see that year one, man. It's, it's, it looks, it'll, it'll look pretty bleak because, you got no quarterback in that scene, you know, in that scenario, you don't have a quarterback and there very well could be a quarterback you shipped off to Indy who was having a career year. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Wentz has another insane year. And in, and in that scenario, if, if, if the Eagles, you know, the offense looks bland and, and Hurst doesn't look good, man, it's, it's going to be a bad, bad look. So year one playoffs are not, you know, end all, be all. but if they don't make the playoffs and shit is not looking good, it's, People are going to look really stupid.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. And you know, the Eagles have made a pretty interesting move last week in signing Ryan Kerrigan. That that move came out of left field. It's adding more depth to the defensive line position, and you're also getting a proven commodity. And he's been such a he's been he's he's been very good for the Washington football team. And. That, Hopefully he's good. I, I think it's just a one-year deal, but yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited about it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a really interesting signing because he's a guy that, you know, has destroyed the Eagles for years and it seems like he's gotten probably a third of his career sacks against us, but he's, he is aging, you know, he's, he's not, he's not old though. You know, he's what 30, 31 or 30, or he's 32. So almost he'll be 33, I believe before the season starts. Um, but, uh, you know, last year five and a half sacks, year before that, five and a half. And, you know, that might not you might not seem like much, but if you look at his snaps played, I mean, he's down to thirty eight percent last year, still got five and a half sacks and uh year before that it was uh right around there, I believe. And it's not like uh it's not like it's because he's a bad player. It's just cause if you look at the Washington defensive line, they're absolutely stacked and they wanna get those young guys uh they want to get those young guys some reps. Last year, um, you know, 30, 38%. The year before that, 56%. So back-to-back years, he's seen, you know, a pretty sharp decline in the snaps. But the production stayed the same this year despite, the, you know, the low sack numbers. And if you look the three seasons before that, man, I mean, even, you know, you look at the five seasons. thirteen From 2014 to 2018, you saw 13.5 sacks, 9.5, 11 sacks, 13 sacks, 13 sacks again. So just a guy who was consistent pretty much his whole career consistent 10 sack a year guy you know given the right amount of snaps and as as far as I know he hasn't had a ton of like crazy injuries or lingering injuries um yeah looking at his games play here he has missed exactly 4 games um in his career and I don't that was in 2019 I don't even know if that was due to injury so obviously a guy that stays on the field stays healthy and this honestly when I saw this it reminded me so much of the Chris Long signing um mm-hmm.
0: back
1: in 20 20- just uh, that, that same type of player that who actually has a higher pedigree than Chris Long even had because um, Long didn't even have the, the stats Kerrigan had. And I want to say he was probably a little older than Kerrigan when he came here. But, um, yeah, I, I really like the signing. It was cheap. I believe it was like three and a half mil, three million, or somewhere around there. Really cheap. So just um, adding to a strength, and that's what the Eagles like to do. It's kind of fits their philosophy as far as, like, Howie Roseman. And I think whenever you've got a strength, you play to it. And that's really smart, you know, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. It'll depend on what he does this upcoming year, if he's going to be, if he's going to be the Eagle for another year, but you're just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's fun seeing the Eagles take a player from a division rival. And, you know, it's, it, you know, the Eagles they haven't had success with that before going back to 2015 and, Marco Murray but yeah, I'm just you know, this season is like I've said multiple times, this even season is gonna be very interesting and I'm you know, I'm looking forward to it. And you know, I think yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to training camp and seeing all those videos of all the guys being there and then watching the preseason to see all the rookies play and see the guys who are French players <laughs> try to see if they can make the cut. So this and fans are gonna be back in the stands, that's what the NFL's been saying. So Absolutely it's looking like we're heading back to normalcy and everything in in
1: mm-hmm. the sports
0: world and I'm you know, I'm I'm totally excited about that. Seeing you know, just watching the I know this is not what we're talking about, but like Eagles, but you know, just watching the NBA playoffs and seeing all these fans yeah. in the stands and then hearing them the noise that they're making whenever their team hits a shot. So I'm you know Hopefully I can make it to the Eagles game this year. I don't know which one, but yeah. Yeah,
1: well, um, we need to I'm, – I'm probably going to go. I like to I, – I usually, since like 2017, I've, I've gone to one every year. But yeah. um, obviously wasn't able to last year. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to try to get to one. I don't I – don't, I'll probably go to Philly again because none of these other ones are really that close to me. You know, otherwise, you know, there's really no reason for me to fly to Carolina or Atlanta or whatever, drive down there. So, I'll probably go to Philly. Um, I was looking at obviously the Vegas one, but yeah, man, I don't know if some tickets
0: on that are like
1: unbelievable, nine hundred dollars. It doesn't even make sense. Like, nope. <laughs> but, uh, um, what do you think about uh Julio Julio being on the block? Do you think the Eagles are interested at all in him? You
0: know, I think I said this on whenever that it was released that you know, Julio wanted to leave. I like Julio. I just think I just think he's he's getting a there up in age. He's thirty two and he's been you know, mm-hmm. his numbers have been great, but he's just been injured a, a lot. And you know, I'd rather the Eagles next year when they have the when they have the cap space to do it to go after Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. Like he'll be he's gonna be available. Right. So I'd rather have Somebody like him who's younger and who's
1: uh-huh. and somebody just as good.
0: Yeah, you can put him with with Devonta Smith or Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts is going to be the not guy in 2022, or if they trade for a guy or draft a guy. Like, I think this year is just like a rebuild year, re, not rebuild, re, retool year. And next year is where, where they're going to go for become contenders. So.
1: Yeah, um, I'm kind of with you there, too. I wouldn't – you know, I'm not going to be mad if they trade for Julio Jones. Yeah, you know, I'm totally,
0: like, totally for it, but I'd rather have, like, <laughs> Devontae Adams. I'd rather have him right, right
1: now. Yes, yeah, and that's probably the, the you know, more level-headed, rational approach. But, shit, man, you 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 let people know Julio's available and, <laughs> and go crazy. So, yeah, I, I thought it was funny Um, him on – uh, Shannon and Shannon and Skip, yeah, pretty much saying he's done. I don't done. know
0: if he knew that, nice. that he was on. He was on air because there was a report uh-huh. out, I think yesterday saying that Shannon's agent, well, I mean not Shannon, uh, Julio's agent wasn't happy about that, and then mm-hmm. they ended up contacting Fox Sports about it. So they're like, they're pretty pissed <laughs> off about it. Like.
1: Well, it's actually illegal in the state of California. They have um, weird, weird uh, two-party consent laws where you have to – the other person has to consent before, you know, the conversation even happens if it's being recorded, which at the end of it, he does tell Julio that he's on air. And Julio doesn't seem to care. He doesn't, like, hurry up and hang up the phone call or be like, what the hell? He's just like, yeah, man, I told you I'm done. You know, I'm not going to Dallas. You know how I feel. (laughs) So – I don't know. It is a weird situation. Shannon should have definitely told him, say, hey, you know, before we get started, we're on the air. This is live. But I don't think Julio cared either way. I mean, I think he's I think he's done with Atlanta. And if I'm his agent, yeah, I'm pissed. If I'm the team, I'm even more pissed because now you've lost leverage. (laughs) You know, if you're the team, you're like, we're not trading Julio. But, you know, if he's not going to play for you, he's not going to play for you. It'll be interesting to see, especially, um, you know, how how that situation unfolds.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see what happens over these next the June, the post you want, June 1st stuff that happens will be very interesting. So, But we'll mm. leave, it, leave it at that, and we'll come back to you guys next week. Follow me at BigNiche20 on Twitter and Aaron at uh, AACLossios5. Well.
1: Yeah. Yes, we'll, yes, sir.
0: We'll come back to you guys next week. Fly, Eagles, Fly.